Today on the podcast, we're talking to some of our OG, original gangster CrossFitters, some of the CrossFitters who've been a part of our community for many years. And we're going to be trading our favorite stories of yesteryear, the funniest things we've seen at CrossFit Eversville, the dumbest things we've seen at CrossFit Eversville, and what has changed for the better at CrossFit Eversville over the years. It's a little bit of a throwback Thursday episode, so stick around for some fun and funny stories. Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast, where we hear and learn from our coaches, CrossFitters, and Glen Ed community leaders. Now, here are your hosts, Dallas and Greg. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast. Uh, I'm uh, your co-host, Dallas Amston. Really excited to have you here. But uh, this is where we really want to learn from our CFE coaches. We've got a couple of those here on the call with us today. We got uh, Coach The Originator, Coach G. Skell himself, and then we've also got Coach Kelsey. We'll do some intros here in just a moment, but uh, really we want to, the idea with the podcast here is we want to learn from our CFE coaches. We want to learn more about our CrossFit Edwardsville CFE uh, CrossFitters themselves, as well as um, occasionally we have conversations with local business owners uh, here in the Glen Carbon, Edwardsville, Glen Ed area. But today on the podcast, I'm actually super excited because uh, we're going to do a little throwback Thursday conversation. And we have so many of our folks on on the call with us here. Looks like maybe we just lost one in, in a moment, but he'll be back. That's all right. But we got quite a few folks with us. We got... Um, uh, what we want to do with this is we want to talk to some of our more experienced CrossFitters here at CFE. We're going to share some stories. We're going to share some perspective. I'm sure we're going to share a couple of dad jokes. And uh, we really want to see, though, how CFE has uh, changed over the last 10 years. And uh, and hopefully that's going to help us all understand a little bit more and appreciate a little bit more how CFE operates. So as I mentioned, I am your co-host. Uh, I'm Dallas Amston. I am the founder of the Men of Faith and Fire movement. I have a podcast of the same name, Men of Faith and Fire. And really what I do is I help dad, Christian dads who are battling burnout, I help them get on point and on fire in their faith with their families and in their businesses. But I have the opportunity today to have a conversation with, like I said, a few of our original gangsters of the CrossFit community. One of our first ones here, you know her already from previous ones, but it's Coach Kelsey, Kelsey Albers. She actually started at CrossFit at CFE on uh, September 19th of 2012. Did you know we had the full date here, Kelsey? I was really surprised when I saw that. In the <laughs> notes. Um, and soon after that, she was actually part of the CFE competitive team. She trained here until uh, she moved away in late 2014, but she's also still one of our most trusted nutrition advisors. And then one of our other guests today, Coach Kelsey, by the way, let me first say, great to have you here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back. I'm going to put like regular contributor, like regular correspondent to the CFE podcast on my resume, just so you all know. And <laughs> LinkedIn. You totally should. Um, so one of our other guests here today is Dan, Danimal Yarger. He started at CFE, get this, Dan, on December 17th of 2012. So you came in just a couple months after uh, Coach Kelsey there. You've been crossfitting with us ever since. Uh, according to, to G Scal here, he says you are one of the smartest, funniest, and most popular CrossFitters among those fortunate enough to know you and train you. Did you well, know that about yourself? I'm definitely the most popular. I don't know about the smartest though. <laughs> well, you're also, you're also the proud owner of the 
only standard no hood CFE sweatshirt that was it's ever true. made. So that is, I mean, that puts you in rare air, as they say. Right. Uh, and you've also helped build, fix, and advise on dozens of structural projects we've had here at CFE, including the infamous FTMEOCR walls and our gym's sound systems. Can you, for those of us who don't know, can you tell us what the FTMEOCR walls are? Um, they're big walls that are heavy. That's it. Great. Thanks. Yeah. Man. Really no appreciate, yeah. appreciate the uh, expertise that you just brought us to the table there, Danimal. Um, and we will call him Danimal through most of this. Um, but if you like the volume loud at CFE to Dan's the man to thank because he also helped with our gym sound system. Next appears Dusty back on or have we still lost him? I'm messaging him right now. See awesome. about him back We'll, we'll do his introduction here in just a minute when he gets back online with us. In the meantime, I'm going to talk about the man himself, Josh Dickerson. What's up, Josh? How the heck are you? Hey, doing pretty good. Good, man. So Josh started at CrossFit October 20th of 2012. I, honestly, I don't know that this should be the... It's a good year. This should be the <laughs> Mayan calendar group. All of you came around the Mayan doomsday, right? <laughs> you were um, we in fact, that was actually the reason. <laughs> yeah, you all were like, man, if the calendar is going to end, I need to get fit for whatever's coming next. Yeah. So, um, so Josh Dickerson. Huh? Isn't that crazy? We had uh, Kelsey in September, Josh in October, and then Danable in December, same year. Yeah, it's, it's the it's the 2012 crew, um, and then uh, Dusty has not been around for as long, but we'll talk about him when he gets back on with us. But so anyway, about Josh, uh, Josh, you started CrossFitting in 2012. You've been CrossFitting with us since. You've developed some fame and notoriety at CFE. <laughs> Didn't know if you know this. I did You're, not know this. Yes. Yeah. Well, so you've been part of our versus Josh series where. Crossfitters are seeking to beat Josh at either weight loss or workout value volume or any other CFE challenges that are put out there. It's always a verse Josh competition. So you are the uh, the the standard. That's the standard, <laughs> yeah. If you ever needed a poster, I don't know if this space was good enough for that poster. You know, say you know standard we're trying to reach right here. I don't know. Well. It it definitely is uh, the yeah. face is definitely poster worthy, Josh. But I'm not oh. going to tell you what kind of poster it is. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe milk carton. Uh, and then, and then finally, joining us here as always, G Skell himself, Greg Skelly. He's been CrossFitting since 2008, so he was not part of the O12 or the O12. How funny is that? The 2012 crew. Um, you technically, weren't wrong. Uh, that's true. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. But G-Scale has been CrossFitting since before CrossFit Edwardsville even existed, uh, and even years before there were any CrossFit gyms in the Metro East. Back when doing CrossFit was still considered taboo, as well as uh, when everybody was afraid of Rabdo the Clown. So uh, G-Scale's been doing it that long, but he has remained healthy through all of it. Um, he... At Washington University, he got his doctorate of physical therapy and was part of that program. And you were the gym manager, head coach, and lead workout program programmer for the first six, almost seven years of CrossFit Edwardsville. Uh, and so anything, <laughs> you're directly at fault for many of the terrible ideas over the years. So congratulations. That's true. And great stories we're about to tell. That's right. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I'm about to hear about it. 
<laughs> so um, one of the first questions we'll ask, and again, uh, one of our one of our other teammates that's going to be joining us here is Dusty, Dustin Harvey. And um, and when he comes on, I'm just going to give his intro real fast because he's not here and I can talk about him while he's not in the room. Um, so Dusty, real fast, everybody. He started in 2015, the end of 2015. He's been crossfitting with us since then, and he has the unique distinction of being one of only two CFE men to ever beat Coach G in the CrossFit Open. Dusty did it in 2017, and Justin had also beat him on a run to regionals in 2014. G, before Dusty gets back, anything you want to say about the fact that he's one of two men to beat you in a CrossFit Open? It was a great race. He won it fair and square. It's awesome. I look forward to it. I'm sure he'll be he'll have a lot of stories about that too. For sure. I was gonna make fun of Dusty before he got back and say and say at least he's consistent. He quit the podcast just about as quick as he quit the workout this morning. So <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Man, shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> so quickly. So quickly. So uh, just let's roundtable this a little bit and um, hear what some of you have to say. Really, the question becomes, we're going to lead to the question, why did you get started at CrossFit Edwardsville in particular? Like what made the switch there? But really what I want to know first is what kind of attracted you to CrossFit in general? So, um, gee, you've been doing it the longest. So I'm going to toss it at you first, and then we'll kind of go in uh, – in sequential order of when you guys joined the gym. So, gee, what first attracted you to CrossFit in general? So I had just kind of found my way into being like a, a gym geek and that whole gym going lifestyle. And I was doing a lot of workouts that you get like bodybuilding and men's health magazines and all that. And I was looking online to try and find some exciting different ideas because I was kind of getting burned out doing the same old bicep curls and bench press sure. every single day. I found CrossFit.com and saw people that were just doing the most amazing things. Greg Amundsen, Chris Spieler, Jason Rabdo Kaplan, Jason Kalipa. This was before Rich Froning hit the scene. Sure. Um, it, was, it was just they were doing such cool things, and they were, they were strong. They were athletic. They were fast. They had great endurance and stamina, and they looked awesome. Right. And they, looked, they looked fantastic. And I was like, you know, this is, this is intriguing to me. And that's where I found out about CrossFit and started messing around with just doing a you know a here and there Metcon in the main gym as a complete like moron, not knowing anything, just trying to piece it together on my own. So that's where I, that's how I got started at CrossFit. You always, um, I'm saying you being the proverbial you, we always look kind of silly when we first are like, hey, I'm going to try one of these Metcons at my Globo gym. And everybody's going to be like, what the heck is this person doing? Because there were definitely some times that I would, uh, for me, I would go on like an Instagram feed and see like the wad of the day or something like that on certain feeds. And I would go, ah, I look kind of ridiculous jumping <laughs> over this bar and doing burpees and then doing a rowing machine and everybody else is like curling it up just oh look at that one little curl i'm getting you look kind of silly in one of those gyms um so coach kelsey what about you how did you kind of first get into the crossfit game what first attracted you to it um well i i think i'm a little bit similar to g in the fact that at the end of the day i was looking for something a little bit more exciting i had been strength training for a few years with a personal trainer at like a robo gym um and I had done a couple of competitions like um, the Urban Athlon in Chicago, which is like running and like doing like big obstacles and stuff like that. So sure. those were all things that I had done and I was looking for something more. 
but I had also been in this like paleo community for several years at that point. And the one thing I understood about people who ate paleo was that they also did CrossFit. So I was like, I'm missing something here. So I needed to find a CrossFit gym. And I had been searching, like just, I would randomly just go search for CrossFit gyms in the area um, every couple of weeks. And then one day finally CrossFit Edwardsville popped up and I was like, okay, there we go. So I reached out and the rest is sort of history because there's one thing that G's great at is once somebody shows interest in the gym, he's like, yes, I will take you in. <laughs> we, will, yeah. we will do this. And, and so I think even at that point, once I reached out, there was really no choice as to whether or not I would join and become super fanatical. So really your first experience in CrossFit actually came with CrossFit Edwards. Though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Very yeah. cool. That's, that's true for everybody here, I think, except for Dusty. Okay. Well, he doesn't count because he's not here right now. That's right. Uh, Josh, what about you, man? Uh, what would, Obviously, CFE was your first experience, but what first attracted you to the CrossFit world? Yeah, so kind of, kind of a funny, I guess we'll call it a funny story. Um, my background is I, I had done about three marathons. So I was a marathon runner uh, before I started CrossFit Edwardsville. Okay. And, uh, after I had finished my third marathon, I did. It was the Seattle Marathon. Um, I kind of was. Uh, I, I kind of I finished it, but at the end, kind of had some knee problems and some other things. So I was kind of, you know, down and out for about six months, trying to recover from that and going through some physical therapy. And then the physical therapist was kind of telling me what was going on, and and she asked me. She said, "You know, do you really like?" marathons like is that something you love to do and i was like well no i'm not really i mean it's something <laughs> to do you know it's it's, a, it's something i can work toward that keeps me motivated and she's like well you know the way that your bone structure kind of is you're probably going to be coming to physical therapy after every race if you can find <laughs> so i was like okay all right so maybe i need to find something else and sure. so i got in a conversation with one of my coworkers, and she was getting ready to get married in six months and she said you know, I need to get in shape. So me and my husband just started this CrossFit thing. But we've heard that, you know, that's the way to lose weight, get strong and look good for our wedding photos. And I was like, what's CrossFit? I, I, I never heard of anything like that. And so I'm Googling this up and, and they work in St. Louis. So the gym that they went to was in St. Charles, Missouri. And I'm like, I'm going to drive all the way to St. Charles, Missouri, just to, you know, to try this out. So sure. I Google around and I found out there was a near me CrossFit Edwardsville. And I said, well, that's convenient. I don't have to drive all the way to St. Charles, Missouri. I can just go, you know, down the road here. I live in Eversville and uh, try it out. And so I met, uh, met with Greg and uh, Caroline, and I still remember that first. I don't know how I stuck with it after that first class, but I remember throwing those wall balls up against the old gym, which, you know, is not where it's located right now, up on the, the top in front of the glass windows, throwing those out at about 5 a.m. in the morning, going, yeah. what am I doing at 5 a.m. throwing these wall balls up there? But, uh, <laughs> but I stuck with it and have been enjoying it since then. So, yeah, that's kind of a little bit of my my background. So I guess for me, I was more of a runner turned CrossFitter, uh, I guess you would call me. I, I have to give it to your therapist how, uh, how she was trying to do a little bit of a subtle sell there of like hey maybe you want to keep running and keep coming back and right, exactly. working exactly. on your various knees and ankle problems exactly you got to get some business going there she's like you know we can get you through it but probably every time and i was like you know what i don't really love marathons that much right <laughs> so yeah well, and, and G. Skell and I can both easily tell you what we think of running long distances, too. 
<laughs> I do it, but I don't love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's, it must be done. Uh, Danimal, let's throw it at you, man. What about you? How did you first get started? I see you wearing your fittest team shirt here. We'll talk yeah, about that in a minute. Right? Yeah, fittest team. We'll talk about that in a minute. But tell us first what first got you interested and involved in CrossFit. Um, so for, so I had, I had at one point, I had career, um, aspirations to be a federal police officer, which if somehow I've gotten too old in the meantime, but, um, the, um, that was originally the goal and I'd been running and I just, I couldn't break through my sprint time and whatever. And it just, I was like, I got to do something different because yeah. what I'm doing is not working. Sure. Um, so that was when I, that, so I, at the time I'd been driving by CrossFit you know, and I'd see people outside working out in the parking lot, you know, and I was like, well, maybe there's something to this and ended up on the website. And then I called and somehow talked to Caroline. And then all of a sudden I was in there for the free weekend intro class. And sure. Well, you know, here we are. There you go. Um, that's awesome. We're, uh, so, hey, everybody, look who we got joining us. Hey. What's up? You made it to the party. Yeah, I'm finally back. Sorry, guys. I had some uh, technical difficulties with my computer, so now I'm on my phone, so we're good to go. That's all right. So, Dusty, we're talking right now here, first thing out the gate. I already did your intro, and I, I already sang your praises of the fact that uh, you're one of only two guys to beat G in an open workout, so congratulations on that. Thank you. Well, so to clarify, he didn't just beat me in an open workout. He beat me in the whole damn open. That oh, is- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. And- yeah, don't lots, discount lots of people beat me like it. Lots of people have beat me on a weekend, but only two at this gym have ever beat me on the whole freaking thing. So, G, let me ask you, how's that silver medal feeling? Oh, <laughs> let's not talk about that. Let's not. Oh, oh, and, and I'm pretty sure I'm back to back open champs. So, I think I did it in uh, 2016 and 2017. Uh oh. Did I have it wrong? You, you did it more than once? Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, pretty sure. Uh, because I think 2016, 2016 was when uh, Wade uh, Wade was there, right? And then he like he he pulled out like um for like the last like the last workout or something. He like got sure. he pulled like hurt his back or something. So that that's what kind of I well, Dusty. I mean that, that was 2016 and 2017. What have you done for us lately, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure my name's on the banner for uh, 2019. Oh, so, I'm just messing with you, dude. Oh, oh, oh. I could have, I could have beat him. Could have beat him, so I had to join him. So I got him on my team for the open that year. Is that how that works? There, are, there are names on that banner that don't even go to CrossFit anymore. So you know, I don't know if I'd, oh, I'd put my put myself up there. That's hilarious. Well, hey, Dusty, let's toss it to you here. We've all been talking about how we first got started. Yeah, CrossFit in general, as sure. well as how that transformed into uh, being at CrossFit Edwardsville. But what about you? What's your CrossFit story? Uh, so back in like I'm gonna say like oh nine or ten, uh, my uh, my my ex brother in law he he told me about it. He was he was like, because uh, he he was overseas and. Um, in the military and he, he found it over there. Um, and he, he actually, uh, he's the one who introduced it to, um, Shane McBride. And I don't know if you know who that is, but he's, he's a local box owner and he made it to regionals many years uh, in a row. Um, 
So he came back. He told me about it. He's like, dude, there's this thing called CrossFit. It's really awesome. Da, da, da. He's like, just go to CrossFit.com. And, you know, so I, okay, I did that. And I'm like, I'm here. I see all these words. I see all these numbers. I have no idea what this means. So I'm like, screw it. Um, I'm out. Uh, I didn't take the time to, like, you know, uh, like, look up like any of the, the videos or like any of the instructional stuff or you know what have you and uh, i just threw it off to the side so screw it then 2012 i think like that's when i saw like the games like on on tv and i'm like sure. oh that's crossfit that's cool like i want some of that in my life um <laughs> so then yeah 2012 i think it was like uh i want to say like september like late august early september or something uh that's when i was going to uh, i was going to a global gym at the time and i started uh doing it there um so then i did it for like six and a half months on my own uh figured out you know i figured out like uh handstand push-ups butterfly pull-ups sure uh, all that stuff like on my own and then um, and then, so whenever, like my, when I, I finally joined a, you know, across the gym in like March ish of 2013. And were you here in the St. Louis area during that or did you? Yeah. Yeah. I was in, I was in, uh, it was like, I think it was like the Glen Carbon, it was, it was off of like uh, 270, um, okay. And like 157, like back. Uh, so, what, so what made the uh, what made the switch happen for for you to start coming over to CFE here, CrossFit Edwardsville? Uh, yeah. So I joined in late 2015, um, and with I was originally uh, I, I he heard he heard rumors that he'd be able to beat the owner of the gym. <laughs> yeah, there were there were, there were whispers. There were, there, were, there were whispers happening. Um, no, so I, I met Greg, I met Greg, um, doing the fitness team and, um, and then, so I, I had been, I'd coached recently. Um, I bounced around from, you know, a couple of gyms in the area. And so I was, I was at like my third gym at the time. And, uh, I had, I previously coached at, you know, another gym and I, uh, I texted Greg and I was like, Hey man, like, you know, I know you have like the hookup like i mean i know you know everybody in the area and i was like, wondering if if he needed uh if he knew anybody who needed a coach because i was interested in get back into it and he's like like yeah man like you know call me up and uh, so he gave me his number and uh so i called him and, and he was he told me like uh that i could potentially come i could shadow and you know come uh come check out the gym okay. and so that's that's originally how i um I came to be there, uh, and so then, but, um, I, I, I history. yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, got, got, I got lost in the shuffle and the you know, life <laughs> happened. Awesome. And I, yeah. I basically, I basically, uh, I, I just, I went down another Avenue and decided just, just to join and just, uh, just be a member, uh, continue down, you know, that path and, and, so, and Dusty, just, so Dusty, let me just say this at CFE, there's no lost in the shuffle. You didn't get lost in the shuffle. You're a rock star, dude. Everybody loves yeah. you. I am going to ask though, because you, you mentioned it. Um, I think Danimal or Josh, I can't remember who mentioned it there. Several of you have alluded to this idea of the fittest team in the Metro East. So yeah. 
let's talk about that a little bit. Um, G-Scale, why don't you tell, kind of introduce the idea to us, and then uh, we'll let everybody who was part of that competition kind of share a, a, a story or two or something funny yeah. to tell about it. So talk to us about it, G-Scale. What was the fittest team in the Metro East? So we, we took pride in trying to be on the forefront of everything CrossFit from the, from the get-go. Yeah. And early on, we recognized that hosting local competitions was going to be a thing. So we created this thing called the Beast of the Metro East competition. Okay. And quickly after that, there was an explosion in local competitions. All of a sudden, they were everywhere. Yeah. And the Beast of the Metro East... It was making, it's harder to distinguish from everything else. Right. But we we had a pattern of doing team workouts every Saturday here at CFB, and they're always a lot of fun, and people always like emotionally engaged. You bring your friends, do a workout, you share the responsibility of the workout with your friends. And I thought, how cool would it be if we actually did an entire contest that was built around the idea of a team workout and so the fittest team in the metro east or ftme contest was born from that and it was the very first of its kind it was before the affiliate cup it was i think it was i think it was before the affiliate cup i might be wrong about that but it was just it was this fresh new idea and is there are so many cool memories from that and i'll let the others have the floor first tell their stories but that's where it came from that's fantastic. So uh, yeah, let's let's table it out here. I'm going to bring us all to kind of the conversation here. Just raise your hand. Tell us a fun memory from the fittest team in the Metro East. Who'd like to go first? Josh, you go ahead. I recently talked. All right, Josh has got I'll, I'll talk. So uh, this is alluding back to these uh, walls that, that Dan built um, for one of the competitions. And, which, uh, which I didn't get the acronym in his introduction. I yeah, can't believe uh, I didn't tie those together, but don't worry about OCR, it. OCR, optical course race, yep. OCR walls. So yep. they're basically like six foot tall, seven foot tall, sturdy as a, a stone rock. Like they're, 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 they're rigid walls and you can use those for various exercises. Sure. Josh, take it away. Yeah, Josh. So, uh, when we were working with, I guess we were called prototype one uh, of these things, um, Dan had built this wooden kind of wooden structure that we needed to get up and over, and we set up this whole thing. And I was part of the crew that was doing the uh, you know bring it up and tear it down crew and uh, make sure it was all set up. And so uh, one of the funny stories from that is is we kind of got it set up and we kind of tapped it a little and it moved a little bit. And we're like, oh well, you know, I, what 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 is going to happen if some of these guys come running at this thing? You know, they're not going to just right. kind of climb over. They're going to run at it and try to jump on over. And so Dan goes, Josh here's something I want you to do. And I said, what? And he's like, I want you to go back there and I want you to run as hard as you can at this thing. And I want you to just throw your body into it and try to get it up and over. And I said, okay, yeah, you know, I'll do whatever. Uh, is, you know, probably not a smart, smart thing to do. So I, I did this. And so I go run at this thing and I get my first foot on it. And basically the whole thing like moves like almost three feet forward as I'm moving with it. And so I'm kind of clinging to this thing and I think Dan, I don't know if you remember, he kind of looks up at me and he goes, yep, I think we got a structural problem here. We might need to fix it. <laughs> and so I said, yeah, I said, I'm only like five foot, you know, not five foot six, five foot seven. I said, these guys are going to be a lot bigger than me. If I can move it, we're going to have some issues. So this is like, yeah, that guys, sounds like a really bad version of a CrossFit form of cow tipping or something so prototype one got turned into prototype two which was a lot more uh, sturdy and uh, ended up working out for the competition but I, I do remember that uh, specifically uh 
Uh, well, and if if I remember correctly, one of the, the biggest problem we had is they were sitting on that asphalt, and they would yeah. the whole wall would slide. It wasn't that the uh, wall was tippy; yeah. it was that you'd throw body weight at it and then just push the wall down the hill, and it was still rigid. It was still upright. It just they wouldn't. We had to like sandbag the absolute so snot out of it. Sandbag and weight on it, and it worked. We got it. It worked. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Coach Kelsey, what about you? You got a you got a fun story from the uh, fittest team? So. I do. I do remember being really mad at Dan because I knew he knew what the workouts were and he wouldn't tell me. So (laughs) Dan, Dan you're just really taking it. He did. He had the insider information because we had a a team of people, Josh included, who were responsible for being our test crew to test out the workouts ahead of time, make sure the workouts worked, the concepts worked and all that. So, so Dan would have the, he would know, and because Dan is a good friend and a good teammate, he would not tell Kelsey what the workouts were. <laughs> uh, that's not what I would call a good friend, but we can agree to disagree on that one. That is so funny. I was um, fair. I was fair. <laughs> you were fair. I will agree with that. Maybe not friendly, like, but I was fair. Friends, Dan. <laughs> Dusty, what about you? Any fun little fittest team stories? Uh, yeah, yeah. I got a couple. Uh, so basically, like, I've, I've got, um, I've got three um, memories that really uh, that stick out um, from the years of fitness team. Um, so that was the fitness team was my first competition I ever did. Yeah. Um, and then, so I did that uh, 2014 and 2015 and then again, 2017. So um, two, two of my, my top memories come from 2015. Um, Holy crap, I'm going to put my hat back on. Uh, so <laughs> I did uh, – it, it was it was, uh, it was incredible. Um, and every, you know, this you know, 100% is, is on Greg um, because he – so we did this workout that had uh, sled push, okay? It was – and yeah, yeah, so we had like, – if you know how the – back of the gym works where that road goes it kind of goes downhill a little bit and then slightly back uphill so were these happening real fast were these happening at our current location yeah competition okay so for those of you who don't know there's there's a there's a long run what is that g that's 50 50 meters 100 down the back 100 meters okay so yeah so 50 meters down right yeah yeah the sled push was 50 meters down but it does have a slight Uh, gradation just a little bit well, it. no, oh. it, we. I think what we only did like uh, like twenty five at, at a time or something, right, Greg? It was yeah. like twenty five. Twenty five down, twenty five back. Got it. So yeah, so it's a three person team. So you have like uh, one person like starts. You have to push high bar uh, down, and then the other person will then do low bar push um, back up. Got it. And. Uh, it was interesting because like both scaled and RX uh, did the same weight on the sleds, and so I, I remember seeing people on on the scale. I did RX, and it's like I received scale people like flying on this thing, and so I'm like, okay, not like saying like I'm better or stronger than than they were at the time. I was just thinking like, okay, it's so, like they're not having any issues with this, so I, I feel like I shouldn't either. So, uh, I I went um, I pushed high bar down, and then when I went to push low bar up i wasn't i wasn't making any traction whatsoever i was slipping i was 
I, I, I might have gotten the seat. It was like 25 uh, meters back. I might have been lucky to, to make it halfway. Um, and so there's people flying by me like the yeah. whole time. And Greg, uh, as far as he, as far as he knew, I was the only person out there because he's right in my ear. I'm getting goosebumps yeah. thinking about it. He's right <laughs> in my ear yelling at me to push this sled like let's go let's go push yeah, it we, we like, can see him smiling right now just thinking about it dude my yeah, i'm getting chill i'm like i'm like i'm trying it's not it's not for lack of effort like i'm trying here like i could i did everything i had and um and and greg is red in the face just screaming at me to push this stupid sled and i'm like i can't do it what yeah. what uh, was going on what was happening it was just too heavy, I guess. I, I don't know if I didn't have enough weight on me. Okay. Or, like, I have no idea what the problem was. Like, I don't know, my shoes, what? But, Gee, do you have a memory of this? Can you throw in here? What, what was your memory of that moment? Uh, so I actually had completely forgotten about this. Um, uh, the, my recollections of the sled event were that we had the same weight for RX and scaled. And some people came back to this real life. That was easy as shit. They had like 20 plus reps in the time. And other yeah. people came back to me and was like, the fuck were you thinking writing that workout? That's impossible. Like, there's this workout is it, too difficult. And we had the complete spectrum on that one. Yeah, I, I, I was the what the fuck were you thinking person. Like, it was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, was, I wasn't thinking that. What, what I, I was thinking that on was in 20... 14 when we had the two person uh so we had like uh two people like holding a front rack with a with a barbell while like one person was like doing stuff and then like another part uh i I think it was that same workout it was the burpee two for one where you had like two people like do burpees and then jump up and touch a ring at the same time yeah like that, that was that was that was ridiculous, but <laughs> the the front rack was funny because there was one team. The guy was literally like six foot five, and then there was another guy who was like five foot four, and like they were like so one dude was basically doing splits trying to hold this barbell in the front rack. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, my my one my other one of my other favorite moments was that same year, twenty fifteen, where we did um. At the very end, uh, so like it was a notorious thing that every year, like basically the last workout was an individual thing. Okay. So we did um, this particular year, like <clears throat> my portion of the last workout was like a, a 64 foot handstand walk or something. And then straight into like, it was like six like bar facing burpees and then like three muscle ups. And so, uh, I I came in third, but top behind like two um, like two like regional athletes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and 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 so like I was basically I was only like uh, I was one round behind the first place guy, and right. so I was that was nine reps away, and I was like, holy crap, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. Um. But the thing that really upset me about that workout was when I was doing my burpees, I was asking my judge, I was like, uh, I was like, 
what round am I on? She's like, you're doing good. Just keep going. And I'm like, tell me what round I'm on. Like, that's the question. Like, you're not helping me. And then yeah. uh, my my third favorite moment was 2017 when it was probably our worst finish, I think. We did a snatch ladder. So, like, you – the boys yeah. progressed. I, I can't remember. It was, like, 30 reps, 20 reps, 10 reps, yeah. and then max reps. So, the last barbell was, like, 155. And so, like, like a year, a year before, I did another competition where we had 155 five pound snatches, and like it just tore me up. And so this year I was blasting through them. But the thing that got me so pumped was that both my teammates, like they, they, I knew they had it in them to get it. I was like carrying us through that, and then, but my buddy uh, Scott Wasser, who goes uh, to um, yeah. CFE. Yeah. He he like muscle snatched it somehow. Like and I was like, okay, cool. He got he got in uh Nathan and Aber so, too, right? Nathan Aber, yeah, yeah. He he got one. I thought I thought he was gonna have a better uh a better performance in that one, but my I I have uh I have a, there's a picture um on my Facebook where Right after like the workout was over with, or like I think it was like right after they each hit one, I gave this massive like fist pump, and I'm like, "That's what I'm talking about, boys." <laughs> and uh, I didn't care one minute about my performance. I I was so pumped that they they each managed uh, to get at least one rep because I knew that they would be so bummed if they didn't. But they each sure. got one in the bag. And, Major. And it, well, I think so. I think major, major shout out to Wasser and uh, and Nathan Abert on that. Props, absolutely. Much love to those guys. Good job, I, think, I think one of the cool things about CrossFit is the community element for sure. So I think that's one of the things, and that's obviously why you all are are here as as part of the community element. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna springboard off of something Dusty said there when he was talking about the sled story a few minutes ago. Uh, gee, yeah. <laughs> gee, let me throw this at you because uh, yeah. you've been here obviously the longest uh, yeah. since before it existed, and this is uh, CFE is your baby in so many ways. But um, for you, two part question: Number one, what's the dumbest thing that you thought and you and Caroline said? Boy, why in the world? Did we do that? But then yeah. let's switch it to the next part of it, which is really what have you seen that you feel has changed for the better over time? Yeah, absolutely. So I think about the dumbest things that I've seen at CFE, uh, they're all my fault. <laughs> First up, <laughs> well, mostly. I don't know. So, I was going to say we could probably throw some at Sean's feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first, day, Sean. <laughs> the, one of the things we do at CFE a lot of the time, we do a workout, then we stick around, we do extra stuff after the workout. One of those days, one of the things we tried to do that we did do was you had a kick to a handstand at the wall, and it was the workout was who could drink a beer while upside down in a handstand first. Oh, no. That was one. This also, was post, this was a post wad after hours. This was a post workout workout. Yeah, the yeah the objective was to drink a beer while upside down in a handstand. Who could do it first? It's always important Second. to get those carbs after the workout. Yeah, folks forgot carbs. Got to refuel the body. <laughs> Second, there was you guys picture this right? Load a bar like you would for a deadlift. Roll that bar up against the wall, and then use other plates to pin that bar against the wall so the bar can't roll away. I know it's good. 
then kick to a handstand nope. on that bar and do handstand push-ups with your hands on the bar. Nope. This is the workout we did. That's and probably like the first year. Now, we actually could do it. Some people actually could do it. It was, it was quite amazing. It wasn't a good idea. Right. <laughs> and third, there was a workout we had where uh, you, we divided everybody into two teams, team A, team B. Each team had a pickup truck. Half of your team would be outside the pickup truck, half the team inside the pickup truck. I, do, I remember this. Yeah. Oh I remember this. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. Then all the medicine all, all balls. Of this, everyone's reactions right now are hilarious. I remember this one, yeah. <laughs> all the medicine balls were divided between the two teams. And you'd take all the medicine balls, put it into the bed of the truck. Three, two, one, go. You have two objectives. The people outside the truck are pushing the truck as fast as they can up the road. <laughs> the other half of the people that are inside the truck, they're trying to take the medicine balls and throw them into the other truck while the trucks are moving. Can you kind of picture this? Uh, totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. While, while one teammate is driving the truck. Yeah, one's driving. Yeah. <laughs> while one it's in neutral. Truck, in neutral. In yeah. neutral. What? Steering the truck. I can't imagine so why we thought... This is a good idea. <laughs> I would like to point out, though, that I remember somebody at CFE. I don't remember who it was, but their car broke down at CFE, and we had to push their car at yeah. least to 157, okay, or 159. So, it, like, we were really training for real-life situations Absolutely. in that scenario. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I remember that now that Kelsey mentions it. We also, one year... At the Edwardsville Halloween Parade, we dress up in Halloween costumes and we push a truck for the entirety of the parade. And that was our float. Our float was pushing an actual truck. But we, it was hilarious because we had some of the, the kids, like the five-year-olds, somebody, yeah. somebody's children from CFE. Yeah. We put them way out in front of the truck with like a tow line. And what you <laughs> oh, saw dude. was the truck was going up the road pulled by two five-year-olds. That's cute. It was an adorable visual. Yeah, for That's sure. Awesome. So funny little, fun, Kelsey, to your point real fast. So my very first workout at CFE, uh, for those of you who don't know, I drive a Prius. I love my hybrid. Don't knock it. Um, I had parked in the grass the day after rain and oh, no. I got stuck <laughs> the day after rain. And so very first workout, I'm out there trying to push it. The next class is starting to jog around the block. And I was like, hey, can any of you guys help me? And there was a look on Greg's face like, really, newbie? We got to do this first game? <laughs> now, was it your first like class wad or was it your first uh, like on-ramp class? No, uh, it was my first class wad, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. the next class had just started. But um, so, G, what do you think has changed for the better at CFE? Like, we do this differently now, and thank God for that. There are, there's a lot that we do differently now. One that comes to mind for me is that we now have a structured, intelligent progression for coaches' development, developing coaches' talent. Like okay. back in the day, it was like if you had a CrossFit level one, that was pretty much sufficient for being able to coach people. Sure. So you know, looking back, that just seems so silly to us now because coaching is a professional job, requires professional training, professional development. Sure. So that's one. That's, that's different, and, and thank God for that. That's changed for the better, um, if, especially for me as you know, a GM, as CEO, having a much more robust team. I don't need to do everything 
and I, I need to completely like wear myself into the ground like I used to. A, a fun story about the Beast of the Metro East, which was the very first competition that we ever hosted at CFE. Yeah. Uh, you guys know Chuck Blakeman, right? Yeah. Chuck, one of the, also one of the OGs of CrossFit. He'll, he'll could tell you, he tell you the story better than I can. At the end of the very first Beast of the Metro East event, when it was all said and done, you know, lights, lights go down, we finally closed the gym, the event's been successfully completed. I had worked for like two or three straight days to make everything happen for that event. And I collapsed from exhaustion, just collapsed from exhaustion. And Chuck had to cart me out and take me home. And pretty much like put me to bed because I was done. I was exhausted. I had everything that I could possibly give, I gave and was done. I believe that. Life is easier now. So, um, always always fun to hear when you get worn out. (laughs) Because we know you've done a bunch at that point. So I'm going to throw one last question to everybody. I'm going to kind of rapid fire this though. Um, What do you miss from the past? And what would you bring back if you could? Let's just rapid fire it. We're close to the end of our time here. So uh, around the horn real fast. And, and uh, G, I'm actually going to start with you because uh, you can kind of set the pace for this. But then I'm just going to go around real fast. What do you miss and what would you bring back if you could? G, what is it? I, I miss the absolute terror and the thrill that it was being an entrepreneur just finally hitting gold with something that worked. Like, mm. I, I think you guys know, just in case you don't, like I've been an entrepreneur since I was 19 years old and Liner was the first person that I ever hired to work for my very first business. But it wasn't until CFE happened that we started CFE and we experienced what it's like for something to, to build something that has a meteoric rise and because something becomes something really big and special, something that kind of lives and breathes and and matters beyond myself. And I have a soft spot for those days when we were experiencing that explosive growth and everything was an adrenaline rush and we were meeting and building this thing with the most amazing people, many of whom are here uh, in this conversation and who are still like forever friends with us. So that's that's what I remember, that, that thrill. That's awesome. What about you, Danimal? What do you got here? And then uh, Dusty will toss it at you. Um, I miss some of the people. I miss hanging out with like some of the people that have, you know, moved away. And you know, Kelsey. Um, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure, Kelsey. Um, <laughs> but you know, there's there's just a lot of people that have you know that we've we've crossed paths doing this thing called CrossFit over the last you know Ooh. almost decade now. So you know, it's it's just kind of funny. You know, they've some of them moved on, some of them have done other things, and it's just, you know, but those are the people, you know, you may show up for the workout, but you stay because of the people. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Dusty, what about you, man? And then uh, we'll toss it at Josh. Uh, I, would, I would like to say uh, I I wish for my, uh, a little more of my youth. I, I wish for, I might say I wish, you know, for um, my competitive drive to be back, but I miss the newness of it. You know, uh, like Greg, that, that green, uh, that green rogue shirt I was wearing earlier today for our workout. That was, I was one of two of my, uh, uh, that was a part of my first ever rogue purchase, uh, back in 2013. You know, I, I, I miss sitting down watching regionals for the first time. I miss going to the, you know, going to the, you know, the new CrossFit gym for the first times, you know, for those first couple of months and 
Um, when I got my first pair of nanos, my first pair of lifters, my first pair of wrist wraps. <laughs> we all remember yeah. our first pair of shoes for sure. <laughs> now, yeah. Like, and then I, I, I think about that all the time. Like I wish I could go back to, to those days, you know, back uh, when you could beat me in a workout. Oh, yeah, exactly. oh, I could back then, but I, yeah, I, I get that, man. That's that's a good one, Dusty. Kind of the newness, but the one the one great thing about CrossFit is, even though it might not feel new to you anymore, it's never boring, and that's kind of wow. one of the parts about it is you you can always expect that there'll be something different all the time. So, Josh, what about you? What's some of those things you miss from the past? And then we'll throw it at Kelsey. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, a lot, everybody's kind of stolen a lot of good good ones <laughs> so far. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I kind of miss, uh, you know, you used to back, back kind of back in the day, you got to know your group, like, oh, I'm the 615 group, right? I, mean, I kind of got that group. And now there's just so much, so many people coming in and going that you just kind of like, you know, and instead of being the people, you know, you just are one of the standards, I'm one of those standard 615 people, you know, that shows up. Yep. Uh, I kind of miss some of that. And then I also miss a lot of, and just the feeling when I got, whenever I want, I'll tell you back, I, when I first started CrossFit, there was a, like, I never weightlifted at all. Like I was a runner. Like I knew I I can tell you all about pacing and I can tell you about that. So that first time I ever did and physical therapy. Yeah, physical therapy. <laughs> I figured out how to do that. Yeah, exactly. So the first time I ever figured out and did a clean and did it with proper form. The first time I ever did a, a thruster. Mm. I realized like, man, am I ever going to do a thruster? Um, or doing things like a muscle up. You know, the first time I got that and just that aha moment of like, oh, this is this is form. This is form. And trying to understand these things. So I miss a lot of those. Sure. Uh, and then I also miss my youth. Uh, like Dusty said, like, you know, I can, yeah, I can push a little bit harder back in the day. Uh, so I, I miss a lot of those things. And what's changed about that is that instead of looking for a first anymore, uh, I'm looking at, you know what, my, I've done my first, but how can I improve not just on those things, but in all aspects of my life? What yeah. else can I improve? Yeah. That's there's, good. Still more, there's still more first out there. Uh, yeah. still more things to figure out. So uh, though I missed a lot of my first, uh, I'm looking forward to the new first. That's good. <laughs> what about you, Coach Kelsey? What do you got as far as something you miss? So we moved away and now I work out in my garage by myself <laughs> and I miss the people. I miss the community so much. Like, um, like Dan mentioned, like we went back when CFE was pretty small and pretty new, like we had like everybody knew each other and it was just this really tight knit group. And then life happens and people go, people move on, people move away. And, um, but I just, I will always remember with fondness those yeah. few years. And I tell you what, like I have lifelong friends because of my time there. So, um, I miss it. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. That's good. Yeah. So just one last question for you all. We're going to round table one, one more real fast rapid fire response. And this is, this is important for those who are just starting to come to CrossFit Edwardsville. What advice would you give to someone just starting out at CFE? Uh, and actually, Kelsey, I'm going to start with you on this one. What advice would you give to somebody? And then we'll go to uh, Dusty after that. Um, my advice would be be open-minded, but also listen to your intuition. Like the coaches are smart. So if you're say, if, if they're programming something that you're not comfortable with, or you don't know how to do, or you want to, to scale into listen to your intuition and do that and tell the coach and, and they will be your advocate and they will help you. For sure. That's good. Dusty. And then we'll throw it at Josh. Uh, yeah. Uh, three P's man. Uh, progressions. Um, 
Are you kidding me? I just blanked on the second one. <laughs> Dusty now has the one P. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was, uh, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, progressions, patience, progress. Yep. You know, if you're going to, when you come in, hit the progressions, have patience. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, don't, if, if, if you want to compete, take your time. CrossFit's always going to be there, you know, and then um, eventually, you know, when, once you get, once you have those first two P's, progress will come. Yeah, you know? sure. Love it. And one of the things to everybody that he didn't say in those P's, as he thought about all of them, was he didn't say perfection. We we always talk about moving with excellence, but that there's no perfection in this. You don't have to do that. So absolutely josh what about you man what advice would you give to someone uh starting out and then we'll throw it at the animal yeah so one of the big things that it was important to me uh was that i take it slow uh so with everything that you're doing don't try to jump in and be like oh you know everybody around me is lifting this sort of weight maybe i should be doing that too you know i started with with the pvc pipe i mean that's where i had to start because that bar was a little heavy (laughs) when i first started i said so take it slow and even though I've been doing this now for eight years, I still listen to my coaches when it comes to form. Because I mean, I've got those forms down like that, but sometimes when I get a little bit tired, I'll get out of form. And what my coaches are doing for me is they're making sure I'm not gonna get hurt, that I'm not gonna hurt myself in the long run. So the first thing, start slow, keep it slow. You will make it there and always listen to your coaches, especially when they're correcting you. If it doesn't, if it feels like, oh, that hurts, it's probably because you you haven't been doing it right the whole time. Uh, so you need to start doing it right. Uh, so always listen to your coaches and just keep it going slow. And you'll sure. kind, of what, kind of stole what I said, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Uh, I, no, I like what you said. I like the way you put it. Yeah. I remember Josh, uh, Coach Sean said something to me last he did a form correction, I don't know, a week and a half or so ago. And I was like, well, that feels awkward. And he says, because you've never done it right. Yeah, you've never done it right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about you, Danimal? What advice do you got? Um, I, I would tell somebody, you know, just trust the process. You know, I think it's, it's real easy to, it's real easy to want to get ahead of yourself and get at, you know, do things you shouldn't do. And and I think that goes whether you're new or whether you're coming back from, you know, maybe taking some time off. I know a lot of people, you know, especially in the last year have maybe taken three, four, five months off their physical fitness plan because of whatever. And, you know, this thing called COVID, if anybody's heard of it, um, Nope. but um you know if you're coming back don't think that you're going to come back where you were when you left for sure um but or if you're and even if you're starting something new don't think well you know you know well i could i can run a mile in six minutes so i can do this you know um it's just different yeah yeah that's a great way to say it what about you g scale what's your final advice for anyone starting out Enjoy the journey. Just show up consistently and enjoy the journey. If you're here three to five times a week consistently, you don't have to be the fastest. You don't have to be the strongest. Just showing up, following the guidance of your coaches, and just try your best to really, like, enjoy the journey. Have fun. Tell some dad jokes. You know, fist bump, well, proverbially speaking, fist bump some people when it's all said and done. Like, vibe off people around you have fun with it don't be so serious and if you do that the whole thing becomes self it becomes self-reinforcing you know Mm -hmm. what i mean enjoy the journey don't rush it 
That's for sure. Uh, well, everybody, that's uh, that's kind of our time for today. Uh, thank you. First of all, I'm going to go ahead and just pop everybody on screen here. Thank you so much, Coach Kelsey. Thank you for joining us. Josh, thank you. Dusty, Danimal, as always, G-Scale, appreciate you guys uh, joining us for this conversation. I think we had some good laughs. I definitely think we're going to need to do this again and dive deeper into some of these uh, stories that I know you all have. Um, but uh, everybody... Absolutely. If- yeah, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, if you want to uh, reach out to G-Scale, you can actually reach him on social media at CrossFit Edwardsville. And uh, that's on Instagram as well as Facebook. You can reach out that way. But the other way to reach us is to go to our website, CrossFitEdwardsville.com. You can uh, you can request to join a class there. There's eBooks available for you there. A few of our previous podcast episodes, we've talked about those, but we've got great coaches like uh, Coach Kelsey here that joined us today. We've got a team that's, they are invested in your success and in your health and in your fitness journey. So feel free to reach out to us at CrossFitEdwardsville.com. And uh, again, everybody, OG squad here, we're excited to have you. And thank you again for joining us. And for those of you who've joined us either in the audio version or on the video version. We appreciate you taking the time with us. As I always like to say, go out there and have a championship day. Bye guys. 